bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kind of so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got AIDS spoiled movie reviews everybody welcome to another episode of spoil movie reviews i am your host doing it uh first this time my, 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 i mean i've done a review before but this is the first one i've done uh where i you hear my voice first i am here with my co-host roderick right what's going on y'all thanks for having me yes uh and for those of y'all listening this is a movie we are covering either you you don't care about it being spoiled you you don't give a fuck or either um <laughs> i know. You don't care if we spoil it <laughs> you don't care if we you already spoil seen it, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm messing it all up y'all <laughs> but uh today we're gonna cover a movie called nobody nobody's the key sweat autobiographical uh autobiographical pick <laughs> oh, oh i can't wait to that's gonna you know that's gonna be flames when that come out but no not 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 that nobody how uh, can one man who can't really sing start a whole singing career yes come on he he started the genre the genre of begging he is the king of that <laughs> this is everything that he does but no that's not what this movie is it's nobody directed by Ilya nashulia uh and starring bob odenkirk y'all might, might know all the way going back from that's the show with bob and david to uh better call saul um and uh the like i said this is from people seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie don't care about spoiling it because we're gonna definitely spoil the movie mm-hmm. um the the plot uh is a docile family man slowly reveals his true character after his house gets burgled by two petty thieves which coincidentally leads him into a bloody war with a russian crime boss uh starring bob odenkirk uh alexev serebryakov connie nielsen christopher lloyd uh michael ironside colin salmon uh the rizza is in this um all right you know what we do can we talk about what we like what we didn't like and we score from zero to five what did you give me something you liked about this movie the action the action in this movie was fucking great mm-hmm. i had a ball it's like they know why we came and they gave me everything that i desired i really hate that this movie came out like right at the top of the pandemic because Mm -hmm. i think this movie would have made a buttload of money uh if if nothing else by word of mouth people went oh y'all know this shit is good and people would have flocked to the theater but because of the timing and where it came out uh it kind of almost did it a disservice if that makes sense it actually would have been better if it would have probably went straight to streaming versus trying to come out into the movie theaters um i had the action oh my gosh uh just the fight on the bus alone is worth the price of admission um he fucked these russian dudes up on the bus and you're like oh oh okay okay this is why you're a badass yeah um yeah the action uh, i doubled down on that i've just co-signed it completely this is an action film it takes a little bit to get started but it's like a modern day it's like if falling down uh 
met john wick you know because the action is gritty it's grimy it's very violent and ironically not as many people get killed in it as you would think but just the like violence as a language and as a problem is just very um you know very very it's very interesting and i actually think it's pretty dope um the act i love the action as well uh runtime for me it was not long at all Mm-mm, it was perfect an hour and 32 minutes come on it reminded me a bit of the first john wick where you just it's like it's over and there's nothing to hate because they trimmed all the fat off uh, either you hate the movie and the concept in general but you, they trimmed all the fat off the movie so it's just straight up like action and fighting and all plot every scene moves the movie forward and it's an economy of storytelling uh so i appreciate that i thought the movie was fucking hilarious the movie Mm. was hilarious and the action the funniness of the of the action tied with the comedy in some instances because it was periods of time where he would walk into a room and he would have like a tattoo it was for hilarious he was going to like the tattoo parlor to find somebody and the people in the tattoo parlor was talking shit and then one of the old man has seen like a tattoo and he literally went and locked himself in a bunker and you can hear go clank 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 i was like right. and this is before you knew how badass he was i was like oh he scared the shit out of that old man and as soon as he did that everybody like they had some sense and that's when you that's when you got a taste of oh like mm, it might be more to this dude than you think because at the beginning they just show him as like a regular old man a regular not an old man but a regular mm-hmm. middle-aged man and almost like a loveless marriage and it's like a repeat 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 day after day after day after day mm-hmm. i just do the same thing over and over again and then once you get into the the nuances of his family and who he is you're like oh but they did a great job with the comedy that is uh so good and i and i uh piggyback and add my own which is uh the montages of him at the beginning to tell that economy of storytelling once again just they could they took about five minutes of showing you like his daily boring ass life his marriage where it's just no it's loveless at this point there's a pillow fort between him and his Mm -hmm. wife and as the violence heats up in the film the way it knits his family back together because it is essentially a toxic masculinity film (laughs) like it is like whether it's bob odenkirk and 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 it's funny and cute it is essentially a impossible white man film which is always toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. it's always like one guy decides he can fucking take uh the take on the whole city of crime by himself because he's just had enough and in this case that's how it felt like he definitely um stitched his family back together by be the more violent he got and the more he fought back like it was so funny in the first scene when the robbers were taking his robbing his house and he let them do it uh because he's off the grid he doesn't want people to know who he is what he can do right and he's retired and at the end of the day okay they're gonna steal some stuff with sentimental value but whatever but what really sets him off is that his wife and son look at him like he a little punk yes they did and at first you was like before you knew he was a badass you was like oh 
and you kind of felt bad for him because everybody was like if that was my family i was like oh which is definitely like some toxic masculinity shit you know this could have mm-hmm. ended up being a right-wing fantasy type film um because it's very much like if i just stop holding back and just be the man i'm supposed to be everything will be fixed in my life you know and that's basically what they ended up doing um and so yeah it's it works because it's short and you don't have enough time to think about it that deep but it's very much a time like this is not what we need white men doing we don't need white men getting fed up hopping on the bus killing a bunch of ethnic people even if they're russian you know we we kind of we don't need we don't need anybody like this like i feel like this the kind of motherfucker that have a manifesto if this really happened in real life i know but black lives do matter to him because he showed up got that black lady off the bus and locked out our own bus like ma'am uh uh, what out here for a few seconds yeah and and when he believes all women because he saved that woman from about to be sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. on the bus but uh what else did you like i have never watched better call saul and things mm-hmm. like that so for me uh bob how you pronounce his last name odin kirk odin kirk that motherfucker can act his ass yeah, off because better call saul you need you, listen can't recommend it highly enough breaking bad is, is 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 five out of five that's what the characters introduce it's on netflix i believe uh one of the greatest shows in tv history it's not just white people shit you uh, you probably would enjoy it if you watched it and better call saul is the prequel series to that you can actually watch it without watching breaking bad if you want and he is a masterful fucking actor i can't believe and this only this seems to happen with comedians a lot i can't believe this guy who started out as just a, a comedy sketch guy turned into such, such a masterful fucking actor he is so good in this has, and better call Saul. And he has such a range because he would basically play the cook even though he's actually not a cook so mm-hmm. he's actually restraining himself to hey i'm gonna fuck everybody in this whole room up you know and it's one of the things that i actually appreciate it because very few people can actually play almost like a straight man and i'm gonna fuck you up dude some people are they're good at one and bad at the other but right. he played both and it's like you can kind of almost see the switch flipping his head periodically as he's going through certain things mm-hmm. and i really appreciate that i was like oh this dude can act his ass off and because of that he engulfs you in the, into the character and like you said because of the beginning the nuance uh the the repeat at the beginning actually did some things where they didn't have to add to the story it's like no we're gonna show you this in this five minute montage so once we move on with the story we've bought you into the world so everything else you're like oh fuck this is he what we think is a normal born ass middle-aged man he is completely the opposite of that yeah it's definitely um the other thing i'll say as a positive that i love is it's impossible old white man because he's also playing like an older guy with kids like it, it like it's, it's like it just that's one of my favorite genres is this idea of the old white man who he because like that's one of the great things about the choreography and the fights when he fights he ain't like un he don't just like don't get hit Mm-mm. like he's not like doing that like Liam Neeson mush of death shit like he be taking blows to the face getting beat up sometimes and like having to recover and fight and and i like all of that stuff in this in this film because that to me made it more gritty and i I like that about it anything else for likes yes i like uh uh 
his dad david played by christopher lloyd Mm -hmm. i enjoy that character a lot and the reason why is because i did not expect this old man to fuck everybody up and i didn't expect the old man to be down for the business because when he talked to his daddy it was like oh this not like this is a family business because his daddy was like okay they're coming word yep uh that's yeah i think that might be it for my likes um yeah that's it for my likes anything for uh, anything else for your likes yes yes i actually enjoyed the rizza in this because they limited the amount of time we had the rizza like like he wasn't the whole focus of the movie and so the time he was on film i actually enjoyed the limited amount of time like it's almost like ti you know like yeah he's okay but you get too much of it and you're like eh, and kind of almost take away but it was like the right amount of the rizza in my opinion for me where he was fun he was enjoyable it's almost like he was in and out because most of the movie you just got like this um uh, uh this voice of him you didn't really know who he was because mm-hmm. they kind of did uh well his voice is so iconic i i like i could kind of tell it was him oh okay but but i hear you though i've listened to a lot of wu-tang and shit <gasps> oh, okay see i i and i and i guess uh for me i couldn't tell so i enjoyed the rizza i also enjoyed the uh uh russian uh dude uh, the villain uh mm-hmm. because he was just as over the top Mm-hmm. and so i enjoy i enjoy an, an over-the-top uh uh person and an over-the-top villain kind of who gonna out crazy each other and so i appreciate that and the villain actually was scary because y'all like oh he is completely unhinged he was just doing just wild things and it was like every time one do something the other one ratcheted up somebody else do something the other ratcheted up and so i really i almost appreciate almost like that cat and mouse type of thing that they did with each other through the whole movie and i think because of that it actually moved the story along at a great pace because it was like a back and forth back and forth what will you do what will i do what will you do what will i do you take my shit i fuck with you you do you know so i was i was completely um in for that and something else that i i liked uh this this movie almost made me feel like a video game because i yeah they had the refill but it was felt like they had unlimited bullets it felt like they had unlimited bad guys <laughs> like it was one of the movies where you was like how many bad guys do they respawn where these niggas coming from mm. you know type of thing so i really um I really enjoyed that and I also enjoyed the fact that uh he eventually bought his wife in the loop and it wasn't one of those movies where they kind of just keep the wife out of the loop. Yeah, I like the wife a lot and that relationship of him bringing the violence back brought back the man she used she fell in love with. Right. Once again, very like as a as a negative like sure that's a very problematic trope I get it on the you know it's like how top gun maverick is is low-key just about american imperialism i get it but um i i thought i thought that was funny cool cute in this movie mm-hmm. and that's it for me okay anything you didn't like uh i'm sad that it might not get a sequel because mm-hmm. the fact that it came out like i say right i think it came out like in april right at the top of the pandemic mm-hmm. and so because of that it didn't make the money that i honestly it i think this movie would have been like any everywhere all at once mm-hmm. you know type of movie where people wouldn't went to go see it but like y'all know that shit good and people would have went because the way it ended i was just say i would have loved a sequel to this 
but we may not get it just for the simple fact that it didn't make it i don't think it made its money back it basically was a flop because it came out at the beginning of the pandemic um also the dude that played the barber i would have liked to know more about him who he mm-hmm. is his background you know why why was he so important to meet yeah it's very john wickian in that there was clearly a um there's clearly a uh world building background to all this stuff that we don't get all of it and they could build on it with future films subsequent films uh the only thing i the only there was only a couple things that i didn't like uh, i know you say you liked them i didn't like the risen in this uh i just don't think i think he's a distracting type of presence in these films um and in this film especially he just didn't belong like it's like he was the other son and he was the black son of the thing it just felt like real forced in he did get a couple cool uh a cool action scene with the gun in mm-hmm. the warehouse but they either needed to build more on that relationship or less and at the end of the film that ends with him and christopher lloyd hitting the road with a van full of guns like it just like i did like it was funny but it made no sense <laughs> um and then uh the nondescript kind of russian bad guy thing has been done to death and i didn't find it to be that inspired here i know you definitely don't want to write anything where you're killing a bunch of minorities these days i get it that that shit is out but the russians never truly got to be like uh like it just felt such a weird like whatever town this was uh having the russian mob at in pittsburgh or wherever it just felt like okay cool like they just needed some guys for him to fight you know and they had one black russian yeah and because like the cops and all this shit is kind of a non-factor in this town like it was this is kind of a weird those are just weird impossible white man tropes that took over uh nothing that killed the movie for me but like definitely things that i felt like okay i guess they tried to get cute with this you know uh anything else for dislikes uh i think that is it for me yeah and uh and of course i already brought up the overall like of course it's very toxic masculinity mm-hmm. duh all right zero to five. Oh, five. i had a i had a ball i i had a ball it is it, in and out if you like action movies if you like movies that are funny you know if you like impossible white men they literally in my opinion check all of the boxes yep i'm with you 100 percent. it's a five like it, it that that's uh that it was uh amazing like i really can't recommend it highly enough it's fun if you don't like this genre of movie then obviously duh but right. impossible white man five out of five for this joint um and uh for those that you know um just don't fuck with the genre i don't think anything we said will, will convince Change you to watch mind, it anyway right. so all right y'all hope you enjoyed this review thanks for listening we'll be back soon with more reviews until then peace peace